tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back for episode two of season six, The League. And this episode is called Teflondre. Teflondre. I'm your host, Jennifer Golden, and with me, my lovely co-host. George Hermosa. What up? I missed you. The six days we weren't together? Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Well, here we are. I tweeted you during the week. You did. You did, and someone else did, too. One of our fans. Shout out to her. What up? I forgot your name, though. I could tell you. I forgot quick. to write it down. Oh no! Oh, but I did respond to your question. We're already the reason, failing. The reason why I don't have women in my football league because nobody ever offers. It's true. It's yeah. true. Tamala. I hope that I'm pronouncing it correctly. Tamala. Hello. Shout Tamla. out. What? What? Shout out. Um, all right. Well, this episode was called Teflondre, and that you know got coined last episode because. Andre, Andre. Uh, he's usually known for his being the brunt of every joke. Right. Um, now, kind of, he started off the season with being the, the the clever guy. He was the guy with the slams, the guy with the put downs. People not really people giving him praise, you know, just constant high fives for the for the fives. slams. Definitely getting um, fives for that. So that's how we got the name Teflondre. Um, but I think it got to the point where everybody started questioning him. Yeah, because they're like, it's just too good. Like, Andre, <laughs> what are you doing different? Like, there's no way you can just automatically get that funny or that good. Right. Like, you can't all of a sudden be better at fantasy football and better at life and better at everything. And, you know, he was sort of trying to play it off in the beginning of the episode where he's just like, you know what? Success <laughs> in life, success in all areas. Yeah. Yeah, trying to obviously cover what was really going on. Yeah. We'll get to that later. But it started yeah, off will. with Kevin at the doctor's office. I guess he had Kev. some issues with low testosterone. Low T. Poor Kevin. Poor For, First Kevin. he has the Shiva. Now he's going to get low testosterone. They I think they prescribed him Androlube. Yes, Androlube. And he's supposed to put it on his shoulders. And that is supposed <laughs> to make him then get boners. And essentially, yeah, things should get bigger, things should get stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, I think his initial reaction was, gee, I wonder what would happen if I put it on other places of my body. Right. He thought, you know, like, shouldn't this just go straight to the area that it's going to help? <laughs> and the doctor, of course, was like, uh, you wouldn't put, what was it? Like, Oh, like you wouldn't put, you wouldn't uh, rub aspirin on your head. Right. For- because that doesn't help the issue of a headache. Hello. You ingest it, and then it helps your headache go away. So that's the same, you know, concept as this Andro Lube. While it does sound like lube that you would put on, I'm your- just, I'm just, I, the whole time I'm watching. Not for myself. I was just kind of curious if it, that thing really does exist. I wonder. I would say that they probably have something out there that's testosterone related, but I would also assume you ingest it, not put it. I on. would hope so. It's not like Bengay or yeah, like Salon. Because essentially, any kind of gel, you tend to. Uh, you know, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, maybe they might get on other places. So, well, who knows? So, yeah, I, I would hope that they don't have it as a gel or a cream or That could get hairy. <laughs> get it? <laughs> I know. Um, so, 
maybe this would be like a good time to talk about our favorite quote of the episode. What do you think? I mean, my personal, just because it was in the, I, I was looking for, it happened early on in the episode when he was at the doctor's office and it kind of became an early lead. So the whole episode I was watching, but I was also like, wonder if that can, uh, that can, uh, get ahead of the, the quote. So no. And it's still, and it still, uh, ended with the lead. My own personal quote was, they were at the doctor's office, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, oh, what are some of the side effects of this Andrew Louvre? You know, doctor said, you know, just, just boners. You know, it's like, oh, you know, I can, I can live with that. Um, and of course, typical Kevin, he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to put this right on my penis. Of course, I'm almost certain that, he, that you are, Kevin. Yes. I love his response. The, the trailer, the whole trailer, us two were just laughing. Right. Even the dogs were laughing. Yes. We were laughing because we love when the straight people in the (laughs) episode, like, you know, the straight man, not like, you know, sexually straight, but um, the person that's a real person basically in the episode interacts with these characters and how absurd they are and they call them out on their nonsense. (laughs) So basically the doctor was saying, like, I'm talking to you like a child because you are a child basically. And I sort of felt that you would do the thing I told you not to do. It's like I'm not I'm not doubting that you're going to put it down there. So just there's nothing I can do about it. Even if, right. even if I say don't do it, he's going to do it. Anyway. So do do what you got to do. Yes. Yeah, so the quote of the night was at least for me. I was already I was already certain you would, um, or I was almost certain you would. Anyway, you guys should totally tweet us and tell us your favorite lines of the episode too. We've got some other good ones. That will, you know, cross as we go. I, I got a couple other more. I was writing them down. I was like, potential, yeah. potential. It's hard to choose the show. The show is so, so good. Many, yeah. And then also at the same time, while it's such a short show, there's so much that's going on. So, you know, one of the other things that are, you know, occurring in this episode is the discussion of the eighth member of the league because someone has to replace. Uh oh, how soon I forgot his name. I'm just going to call him Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Oh, my God. What was his name? It was just last week that he died. I want to say Pete, but obviously it's not Pete. No. Um, Ted. 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 All right. Um, So we need to replace Ted. And also one of the stipulations of his will was they only get the beach house if they replace him. So they can't have a seven-person league. They have to fairly win in an eight-person league, and they have to replace him. So while they're discussing this at the place they always eat, which is – Usually uh, Kevin's house, usually they're at. Well, yeah, or they eat oh, at that, that salad that, place yeah, that yeah, they yeah. were at. I think it's a salad. It's some kind of buffet situation. So they see, they they consider their options. One being Rafi, like you suggested, might be the option. And then they see Russell. The sex addict. The sex addict. I like and Russell. Do you? Why? <laughs> Tell us. No, he just got very, it, it, I think it was season two, where he was just kind of going graphic on what triggers his sex addiction, whether it's little t- tiny tomatoes Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just random things. Uh, like, I think he said pine cones triggers a sex addict. They Such just, a strange thing. So but yeah. we do hear a little bit about, you know, those those kinds of comments tonight. But he said he was a recovering sex artist. So right. I think he was good now. He said he cured himself, which if you know of any addict, it's not a, you don't cure yourself of it. You're just in recovery. I used to watch a lot of Phil Donahue, and there are some serious sex addicts out there. Well, Russell is or was, one well, was one of them. One of them. So... He then said his new addiction is wine, and you can't get addicted to <laughs> wine. But so he opened a wine shop, and now he serves wine. So the guys, you know, they're like, okay, well, please join our league. And he's like, well, I can only join your league if you're not going to haze me because I get turned <laughs> on by that. And I, you can't write, you know, kind of like the jokes that they basically say, like the gay jokes about, like, you know, it's gonna doing them. things to each other. 
because that's what they do um because that will trigger him and they're like what about if we i love roxon of course the lawyer <laughs> who's like what if it's eloquently written with proper grammar and spelling it's like no no he said he said he thought about it yeah he said so, about it so anyway, you know, they leave it up to Kevin to figure out because okay. Kevin's He's the commissioner. a commissioner. He's got to. He's got to. So when Russell is still turning them down, you know, Kevin goes in to figure it all out. He stops by the wine shop. I mean, got a little uncomfortable for a second. I mean, Kevin never said no. Remember right. that. Well, so basically what happened was Russell was like, well, if I'm going to join the league, I'm going to have to have sex with you. Make and he's love. like, Make, love making. Love making. Is what his therapist calls it. <laughs> um, and he's going on and on and on about how he has to basically do sex with Kevin. I mean, I got a little uncomfortable there for a second. Did you? I mean, I, I, I'm sure if I was in that scene as Kevin, yeah, I mean, if, if that's the case, I mean, they just want to see how far he was willing to go. If they really wanted him to be the eighth member, and you gotta go, you gotta do all everything I do, but you got, also got to think about. It, and I'm kind of curious what the tweets were. If you were in that position where the winner of the league gets the beach house, would you, you know, how far would you go? I personally wouldn't immediately. Oh, oh. Yet, I'm just saying I would at least think about it for a second. Before, but most likely not. All right. Well, now we know the barometer for which you would, you know, the lengths which you'd go to get a beach house. I need to see this beach house. That's all I got to say. Anybody has a beach house. That's all I got to say. And you, you know, want to see if George <laughs> would do some things to get that beach house, call George. Um, all right. So we find out, though, that that's all a prank. And it's huh. it was actually the mastermind of Andre. Teflon dry on fire. He comes up with this prank that the guys are going to, you know, have Russell do this to Kevin to actually haze Kevin because they can't haze Russell. Even though Russell's the new guy, they're, they're still hazing the commissioner. Right. And eh, he's a psycho. What can you do? And he's very committed, clearly, because he didn't say he no. Never, he never said no. And Russell said he would join and also that the guys could watch the games at his wine bar every mm-hmm. week and that it was on Andre's tab. Gotta love that Andre, except I mean, except that we then find out. Yeah. Should, we, should we get into that? I, I, I mean, I, I kind of I wanted to see a little bit more of Teflon Andre. I kind of didn't want him to be go back to the to the real Andre. No, but I wonder how much longer they could have like kept yeah, it that's like true. that. That's and... true. I mean, we saw him. If anybody knows, everybody watches football in the morning. Jay Glazer, he's a Fox analyst. He does a lot of football analysts. He does some UFC as well, but. His main job is every Sunday, so a celebrity cameo, Jay Glazer. Right. Was not expecting that. It's just kind of, oh, Jay, Jay, and then you see the real Jay Glazer there. Right. So that was kind of cool. Um, I don't know. Jay Glazer was so so uh, witty because he was the one feeding Andre all his lines. He was. And so via an earpiece mm-hmm. that then Andre had a microphone in his collar of his shirt to respond to Jay, who was only, you know, a short distance away feeding him lines to respond to the guys. Yeah. So we find out he uh, Jay is doing this for Andre because Andre donates to his charity. Mm-hmm. And he's only going to do one last thing for him. He's but, already helped him a couple times. But also, too, yeah, he's not only feeding the lines, but he's also helping us with his fantasy football lineup. Right, that too. So, so he's been helping him, and he's like, this is the last time. You know, you're on your own after this. I'm throwing you back to the wolves. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> while they're all hanging out at the, at the, the wine bar... Andre is like, you know, 
like ready to lay some slams down. Well, and first though, um, there was a weird, not weird, but very, I guess weird meeting between uh, Pete and Andre. Remember, Jay was in yes. Andre's office. Mm-hmm. Pete comes in. Jay's hiding. Pete kind of comes in. He's like, you know what? I take I take my role in the league very very seriously. Yes. Grabs a pair of scissors. Kind of scary. I'm yep. like, hey, I want to know. I, I like to know that you are becoming this cool guy now. But for whatever reason, if you're not, if somebody's aiding you, then there's going to be serious repercussions. I don't. He did something with the scissors where I was like, what I, is it's he? a little snip snip. I don't know what that symbolized though. I think a little snip snip. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I mean. <laughs> Kind of scary to think about. It. I'm kind of looking forward to what's going to happen in episode three. Yeah, now that they know, well, so what happened after that was, you know, they're sitting around at the wine bar and Andre celebrates, uh, you know, his team doing mm-hmm. well or something, jumps up and down. His earpiece actually <laughs> falls out into the guacamole, which then is removed from the table. Jake Laser is like trying to signal to him, like, no, time out. Like, you, I saw your thing fall out of your ear. Andre doesn't even get what's happening. It's just funny because, like, if you remember, there was that one time where it's like he's getting it ready. Well, you know what? Yeah. There's that pause where it's like, um, then he gets into that weird accent. Oh, he was doing the Cockney accent, and Jay was like, whatever you do, don't do that. And of course, he falls right back into it because he didn't have Jay in his (laughs) ear, and Andre was Andre again. And the real Andre came out. The real Andre. Teflon Andre is dead. Yeah. It's all right. You know what? The truth always comes out better now. Um, I wonder, though, what they're going to do to him now that they know he was being fed. I know. I mean, I'm kind of curious. What I still want to know what those, even if it's a snip snip, it's like kind of scary. I, they take this league very seriously, so I wouldn't be surprised hey, if they haze him absolutely. like crazy. Absolutely. I mean, oof, that's one of those things where episode three, hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully. Sorry, Andre. Hopefully. Sorry, you, you should have. You shouldn't have. You should try to come up with your own material. Oh, he was doing so well. I know. Oh, well. It's like I, I've never seen him get so much praise in one episode. Right. Like every five seconds, it was like, <laughs> fives. Fives. Right. It's like, wow. Too good to be it, true. I, know, I knew it was all going to come to a head. It was. Speaking of a head, baby Jeffrey, not so baby anymore. <laughs> Jeffrey is Roxanne's kid. He's on a baseball team. And Sucks, pretty he much. He is so uncoordinated. He's got that Ruxin athletic ability, yeah. which is none, pretty much. Right. So he's like got weak arms, the whole thing, and this is this affects Ruxin in a negative way because his company that he worked for the law Spons- the law firm sponsors a little league team. Um, so if the team does well, the company does well, everybody wins. Right. So yeah, Ruxin got very, very, very worried and concerned, but. Coincidentally, little, little baby Jeffrey found the Andrew Lube. Yes, he did, and he and so Andre. One of his random things he was said during this whole episode was that the mitt that baby Jeffrey was using wasn't like lubed enough, and he needed to put some oil on it or whatever nonsense he said. That was kind of creepy. Um, so baby Jeffrey went to the bathroom, happened to see <laughs> some oil laying around. It was the Andrew Lube. Grabs it, swiped it like a little thief. Puts it on. Or I, I think it was first accidental. But the thing is, it wasn't so much a secret because all the guys knew. that like, oh, what are you doing? You, you, my kid found the, the Andro lube. Right. I knew it was yours, Kevin, because it's got your name on it. And then, of course, they make fun of him again. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, him and Jenny talking. I mean, she was kind of leading him on as well, kind of calling him some weird names. Yeah. Kind of missed some. I know one of them was like Jose Kinsexo or something like that. No, actually, no um, Jose Kinsexo was... 
Ruxin's line and no yeah. rod because <laughs> he was saying to Kevin that he needed more lube. And so he walked in and was like, hello, Jose Consexo, you know. Real quick, though, before we go on to the next part of the show. Yes. Podcast One. You can go to that website, fill out a 30-second – I'm sorry. You can fill out three a survey. Minutes. It's probably going to take me 30 seconds to say this. Uh, <laughs> Three-minute survey. We like to hear so much feedback from you guys. Send us your tweets. Send us your comments. We personally will probably even respond to you directly it's as true. that one – I forgot her name. Um, Tamala. Tamala. You should personally know that we respond to your tweets and comments Send us the, the tweets, comments, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Put iTunes, in some YouTube comments, comments, iTunes. YouTube, rate iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. We like to hear. Five some. stars, please. If you're going to go there and rate, please give us five. I give myself five stars. Is that mean? Is that cheating? No. Okay. I think that's fair. Okay. It's a fair assessment of yourself. Yeah. So keep those tweets. Keep those surveys coming. Podcast one. Yep. Let us know what you think, what you want, what you don't want, what you like. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> Anyways, we care what you have to say. We so. really do. We really, we do. really do. I got a little upset during the episode. Going back to the episode, yes. I got a little upset during the episode because I'm thinking, I've I the kid was growing all this hair everywhere, uh, like a six year old Tom Selleck, and <laughs> I I didn't even have that much chest hair like at 21, and I'm like, come on, baby Jeffrey, you're, oh making, my God. you're making me look bad. He had a mustache. <laughs> he had chest hair. He had armpit hair. He was huge. Apparently, he also had huge balls. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that was the end. But, yeah, walking around like he owns the place. I think at one point, Ruxin comes in, and in a very deep voice, you hear little baby Jeffrey, get out of my room. Yes. It was get so out of my funny. room. Uh, baby Jeffrey became a 19-year-old man in a six-year-old's body. So it was just very funny because he had all this testosterone so, and was killing it in yeah, baseball. So still in turn, yeah, he, the team started winning, hitting home runs, hitting grand slams. I mean... Everybody's happy. Ruxin wants more of the cream. Yeah. He wants more of the lube. Um, the coach is happy. The sponsors are happy. Um, and then all came crashing at the end. I think it was that final game. Yeah, when they won. They won, yeah. Because they of did baby won. Jeffrey or Big G, as oh, the coach called him. I didn't want to say Rob Riggle. Yes. Rob Riggle was the coach. Love him. I love Rob Riggle as well. He's so great. He was He's hilarious in pretty much everything that he does. Yeah. 21 Jump Street, mm-hmm. whatever, Saturday Night Live. But now, the league. He can, he can add on to that list of celebrities, and hopefully we can interview and talk about the league. Call us. Or tweet us. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Because um, we'll tweet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll find you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, they're celebrating and doing, like, a victory, like, baby Jeffrey, and baby Jeffrey his splits pants. his pants. Yeah, and then little gets little... They everybody saw something that's not normal in a six-year-old kid. No, 19-year-old-sized balls. And then, uh, I'm just gonna keep saying balls. Balls, yeah. T- I say testicles. They call them clackers. <laughs> they did call I'm them clackers. Just repeating yeah, what they exactly. said. I'm not saying I call them that. <laughs> well, you just did. You're right. Yeah. You are right. Jen the Jew. Um, yeah. And then the coach was not very happy with that because apparently they, because of the obvious usage of testosterone, um, they had to forfeit. Yep. And apparently Rob Riggle, the coach, was not happy with that because nope. now he's, uh, as uh, he would say to Ruxin, his, I loved job, it. Is, his job is... Uh, and Ruxin's like, where? Where are you, you know? going? Come back. The fake like job going into oblivion. Um, you know, one other thing that happened in this episode was Taco Corp was you know getting a board member. Pete became the board member. And this story unwillingly. Line, unwillingly. 
and but then kind of willingly a little yeah. bit because you know Chaco nominated him after he nominated everybody, <laughs> but Pete actually agreed to it. Yeah. But what was weird was this storyline in general. I would guess though that I'll save my response for predictions. I mean, if anything, I can tell just based on what some patterns of previous episodes before, kind of like a planting a seed, and then maybe I'll just simmer that for some predictions. What? 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 Ooh. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Well, according to Taco, the EBDB, the Eskimo Brother database, he said is running huge, so it's got to be something into that. I would guess you are correct. There's going to be some dating going on. Maybe. I mean... Well, let's talk about the board. So we've got... (laughs) What Poonja? No, what I, I didn't get their name. They call him Gupta or something Gupta, like yeah. that, like Sanjay Gupta, because he's an Indian fellow, and then yeah, like a homeless person, and then a homeless person named Slick. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Well, okay, so Gupta is the HR. No, Gupta is the accounting person. Uh, Slick, Slick is, the is, HR. is the HR, and Pete is unclear. But <laughs> you know, I like that Taco is introducing their roles and saying, you know, should you be sexually harassed, you let Slick know. However, if you're sexually harassed by Slick, you then go to Gupta, and then he'll direct you right back to Slick. Oh, that's so, true. Yeah, exactly. right. Exactly. So I have a feeling that. What do you think? There's going to be more to the Taco Corp. There was a lot last season. He had a series of businesses. So I think this is like the, you know, setup for whatever's to come. Yeah, I agree. Possibly even next episode, you know? A lot's going to happen next episode. A lot's going to happen because next we've been focusing on Andre. The fallout of Teflandre. Teflandre is done. Ted is dead. They need an eighth <laughs> member of the league. They got Russell the sex addict. They got Russell the sex addict. We got to see what's going to happen with that. And more with Taco Corp. I'm pretty excited. What about you? I'm pretty excited as well. I'm kind of I'm always curious on who they're going to bring in next. I know you were ranting, raving about Cameron, about Jordan Cameron last week. Love. I mean, oh, that, I mean, I, I got a little mistake. I know he's been in the league for a little bit. I think I said he was like in his second year, but so all the people that watch and corrected me, I'm sorry. I can make mistakes, but yeah, Jordan Cameron. Um, he had a pretty good week too. So shout out to him and, and football. Awesome. Yeah. Well, wait. Where can people shout out to you? Huh? To me personally, at after. Yeah, you can go to at AfterBuzz TV always because they have so many other programming as well. They do. Um, I'm also on one of the other ones, UFC After Show AfterBuzz. You can follow me on Twitter at G Hermosa. Follow me on Instagram. I got some pretty fun pictures. Um, shout out to my fantasy football team. I did one in one. So can't talk. You got to talk about fantasy football. When you got it. Week. You got it. Well, I hope you're winning. Um, and you can find me at Jen the Jew on Twitter and Instagram and Vine. My website, oh. JenniferGolden.com on Facebook as Jennifer Golden and soon to be on Manhattan Love Story and Marry Me at oh, After Buzz. Marry Me. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, was that some? Wow. <laughs> I don't have a ring, though. Okay. It's not going to work out. Ugh. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.